Morning, y'all. I'm Katie Kamen, and it's Thursday, September 8th. On this date in 2015, Stephen Colbert hosted his first edition of The Late Show on CBS. Can you believe it's been seven years? And here's a quick pop quiz. One of the most famous television shows of all time made its premiere on this date in 1966. It only ran for three seasons, but even to this day, its fans can't get enough. Can you guess that show? I'll have the answer coming up. Let's check in on your weather forecast for this Thursday over at the First Alert Weather Center. And good Thursday morning to you. I'm meteorologist Joey Sovide. A cold front has slid through the area overnight. That's dropped the temperatures a little bit this morning. will be partly to mostly cloudy to start out today. Climbing into the mid-80s by lunchtime. Small chance of a shower early today. A little bit better chance of at least a few showers and storms this afternoon. So transition from dry weather the past couple of days to a little bit wetter weather begins today and even more so tonight into tomorrow. First alert for you on your Friday. Some scattered showers and downpours possible both in the morning and the afternoon. Some of that rain could be heavy at times. Then for the weekend, we'll have to dodge some more showers and storms with highs in the low to mid-80s. You're listening to Morning Y'all, your local headlines and first alert weather forecast from the Low Country's news leader, Live 5 News. Morning Y'all is sponsored by MUSC Health. Join a team that's changing what's possible. MUSC Health is hiring for all locations and various positions, including radiology, path and lab, maintenance, and a number of other professions. Find out more about the competitive pay rates and benefits or review a more comprehensive list of current openings at muschealth.org slash careers. MUSC Health, changing what's possible. And now, here are your news headlines to get you all caught up. Well, breaking the cycle of crime, the Low Country has experienced several shootings and robberies in the last few days alone. And our Anna Harris spoke with community members about a way that this could be prevented. She attended a crisis ministry and first responder care conversation put on by Charleston Southern University Chaplaincy Center yesterday and brings us more details. When it comes to breaking that cycle of crime, the two people I spoke with say having a faith-based background decreases the chances of a person committing a crime. They also say that having a chaplain in a law enforcement office or any business could prevent future violence. Ronald Mark Carvel, the director of the Dewey Center for Chaplaincy at Charleston Southern University, says the Chaplaincy Ministries program teaches its students what to do in a crisis. A chaplain is a person assigned to a variety of locations that could be from a hospital to a jail who looks out for the religious needs and emotional support for its people. Harvell says having chaplains across the low country makes a great impact on crime rates. He also says there are different stages of what chaplains teach, prevention, intervention, and post-intervention. These stages help prevent bad actions, interfere when they are bad actions, and work with people in the recovery process, such as after someone gets out of jail. Really good intervention is going to be caring for people, the families, and staying with them, giving them good advice, and then taking care of them in the long game. How do you help somebody plug in, have community, have the right resources, so that they can heal well and come through it that way. The other person I spoke with says that those that retire or leave being a chaplain have peer support groups across the low country. However, there is still a need for more. In Mount Pleasant, Anna Harris, Live 5 News.
The Berkeley County Sheriff's Office says the 18-year-old wanted in a double shooting at a Ladson DMV office is now in custody. Deputies say LaRon Bess of Somerville turned himself in yesterday afternoon. According to the Sheriff's Office, he's facing charges of attempted murder, among others. That shooting left two people injured, but they are expected to be okay. Of the two victims, officials say it appears the first victim was the intended target and the second may have been an innocent bystander. A low country man has been sentenced for crimes against children that happened in both Charleston and Dorchester counties. According to the attorney general's office, Edward Allen was sentenced to 12 years in prison on charges of criminal sexual conduct with a minor and sexual exploitation of a minor. A judge sentenced him to 20 years but suspended it to 12 and he will have to register as a tier two sex offender. During an investigation in 2019, Dorchester deputies received a cyber tip that led them to finding child porn on Allen's cell phone. The North Charleston Police Department has arrested a man in connection to a string of burglaries in the area. Police say since May 19th, seven North Charleston businesses were burglarized. An investigation linked to Gerard Green, uh, linked evidence to Gerard Green, who was arrested at his home in Somerville. Green is charged with seven counts of second degree burglary. Well, the Orangeburg County Sheriff's Office is looking for a man they say robbed a hotel clerk on August the 31st. That hotel clerk told deputies that a man wearing all black entered the lobby of the hotel around 2 in the morning. The man reportedly picked up the clerk's backpack and it had his debit and credit cards and showed a gun to him. Anyone with information is asked to call the Orangeburg County Sheriff's Office or Crime Stoppers. Governor Henry McMaster has signed a proclamation declaring September Workforce Development Month. In honor of this new declaration, this month the South Carolina Department of Employment and Workforce and SC Works are partnering to promote more than 400 events for those looking for jobs throughout the state. This includes job fairs, open house events, workshops, and more. We have a plethora of events happening this month just to, to kick off um, Workforce Development Month and make sure that everyone knows that we are really serious about, you know, helping people find jobs. You can visit the websites on your screen to stay up to date with all the latest job fairs, workshops, and more across the state. The Charleston County Board of Elections and Voter Registration is looking for poll workers for the general election coming up this November. Poll workers are paid $200 and the clerk of precinct receives $260 for each election work. Now, qualifications include being a registered voter in South Carolina, as well as being willing to pass online and in-person training, be prepared to work from 6 in the morning till 7.30 p.m. on Election Day, and remain nonpartisan while working. The general election is Tuesday. November the 8th. The Charleston County Sheriff's Office is hosting weekly jail tours at the Alcannon Detention Center for those interested in starting their law enforcement career as a detention deputy. Hour-long tours will be held from 8 until 10 a.m. every Friday, and HR will also be on hand to process job applications. Applicants must be 18 years of age or older. Those interested should plan to arrive at the detention center lobby at 7.45 a.m. on Fridays. That's on Leeds Avenue in North Charleston. You're also asked to bring an SC-issued ID or driver's license. Middle and high school students in Dorchester School District 2 will have a new start time for their schools beginning next week. Starting Monday, middle school students in the district will be in school from 8.30 a.m. to 3 p.m. High school students will be in school from 9.30 a.m. to 4 p.m. 
The new time for each is 20 minutes later than the original bell schedule. According to the superintendent, the changes are a result of the statewide bus driver shortage. Well, right now, the United States Postal Service is an essential federal service for the American people. Over the last few years, COVID's impact on shipping demand set the company back, and they now need more help than ever. Our Lauren Quinlan joining us live. And Lauren, what is USPS doing to stay ahead of the curve? Good morning. Good morning. Last spring, USPS launched their 10-year plan called Delivering for America, and the plan is focused on creating a more stable workforce to ultimately better serve the community and their growing needs. The United States Postal Service has been around for almost 250 years, and officials say their service has been a staple in American society ever since. Stephen Slaughter with USPS says they've seen some changes over the years as parcel volumes have increased drastically. They're now working to make adjustments to ensure customers get their packages in a timely manner. As part of the 10-year plan, Slaughter says they'll be investing in different aspects of the company, ranging from their package processing network, upgrading retail lobby spaces, and most importantly, investing in their people through scheduling, culture, and career paths. Slaughter worked his way up to becoming the postmaster of Charleston, but he started off as an entry-level employee. As they begin hiring sessions, he encourages everyone to give USPS a chance. The Postal Service has afforded me uh, a lot of opportunity, a lot of job security, and subsequently allowed me to progress to the point that I was able to be the Postmaster of Charleston. So if I can do it, I encourage everyone because, again, that's what it's about. You know, you're taking advantage of the situation. USPS is hosting job fairs across the state. The first event in the Low Country will be held this Saturday at the Hanahan Library. But those who live in the Aiken Summerall area, the first event starts today. Now, USPS is looking to fill immediate openings for multiple positions, and starting pay ranges from $18.92 to $19.50 an hour. USPS officials will be at these job fairs to share information and answer any questions people may have. Now, those applications are only accepted online, so you can find that link if you click on this story on Live5News.com. Reporting live in North Charleston, Lauren Quinlan. South Carolina's Department of Natural Resources wants to hear from deer hunters ahead of the upcoming hunting season. Yeah, they're holding a public meeting tonight in Monk's Corner to discuss the deer population and deer hunting in the Francis Marion National Forest. Molly McBride joins us live from Francis Marion National Forest. So Molly, you spoke with the department's big game program coordinator. What does he hope will come out of this meeting? Katie, Aisha, the coordinator Charles Ruth says hunters have been complaining for years about what they feel is a decline in deer population. Well, tonight he says they're going to present data and offer potential solutions to these hunters. Between 2005 and 2020, the estimated deer harvest in the Francis Marion Forest has fallen by almost 62 percent. However, Ruth says these numbers are dependent on people reporting their harvests, and he says reporting in general has decreased. Regardless of the data, Ruth says tonight's meeting is designed to address hunters' concerns over the population and offer them solutions. One potential solution he provided is to moderate the harvest of female deer. Ruth says hunting regulation is about as much as SCDNR can control, considering Francis Marion Forest is federal property. However, he encourages hunters who have stake in the game to show up at the meeting to join the conversation about potential solutions. Come out and at the meeting, look at the data. Let's have a conversation and see if 
if we can agree to move ahead or not. And again, it's not uh, it's not something that DNR is carrying a big stick about. We want to see what the hunters want to do. Ruth says any changes wouldn't go into effect until at least the 2023 hunting season. Now, hunting season starts for those who use guns October 11th. Reporting live at the Francis Marion Forest, I'm Molly McBride, Li-Fi News. At the top of the show, I mentioned that famous TV show that premiered on this date in 1966. That series brought us the voyages of the Starship Enterprise and the adventures of Captain Kirk, Mr. Spock, Dr. McCoy, and the rest of the crew. Yes, Star Trek beamed into America's living room for the first time 56 years ago today. Celebrating birthdays today, ventriloquist Willie Tyler is 82. Actress Heather Thomas is 65. Actor David Arquette is 51. Singer Pink is 43. And actor Jonathan Taylor Thomas of Home Improvement is 41. Thanks so much for joining us for another edition of Morning Y'all. From Live 5 News, I'm Katie Kamen. I'll talk to you tomorrow. Thanks for listening to Morning Y'all. Produced every weekday morning and sponsored by MUSC Health. Be sure to subscribe wherever you get your podcasts or listen anytime at live5news.com slash podcasts. And download the free Live 5 News app for your mobile device for the latest local news and weather updates 24-7 from Live 5 News, the Low Country's news leader.